Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Some men, too, but usually women are more, like, they are more drawn to the romance, the story, the build-up. Not just a quick, get it done, get it over with, like most... <laughs> guys we need like foreplay oh my god just gonna call it foreplay <laughs> welcome to <laughs> pixie podcast where we talk about foreplay <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Lovecast, the voice love podcast. I'm your host, Pixie, and with me are my co-hosts, Alexa and Kayla. Hi. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are going to get into some BL TV film ratings in a bit, but first we're going to do a little bit of tea time. Today, it's not like a specific like tea time topic, really. It's just an interesting note that I made the other day because Piof like had to do this whole message on Twitter about the at the NC scenes in PewDiePie, the episode that aired today. <laughs> episode eight, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. because they put it in an eighteen plus ratings because of the NC scenes. And people were giving them backlash because of it. Like, there is a whole part of this fandom that's very... You shouldn't put, like, sex in BL because it's fetishizing and it's... Yeah, it's objectifying gay men or whatever. And on the other hand, you have people being a little bit mad at Huang Dasol, who's the director of Blooming. Because she described the not safe for work scenes as just one minute, I'll find the exact thing she said. Okay, so in an interview, see, she said, I avoid including sensational scenes to attract interest from viewers. Including too much physical contact scenes for sensational scene is a poison to BL genre. That's why I added the silhouette scene in this film, talking about the sex scene in Blooming, which they just filmed in silhouettes. Right. So she was getting backlash for saying that it's sex scenes in BL is basically toxic. Mm. So you have like these two sides 
of the fandom, which are both really extreme because they have really strong opinions on this, both sides. And it's very hard to navigate. <laughs> mm, mm. Because I do see the points of each side. I do. At yeah. the same time, I'm I'm just gonna lay my thoughts out here. I think that are we gonna normalize gay relationships? You need to stop treating them like they're just there for fetishizing. They're abnormal. Like, a sex scene mm-hmm. in a movie or film is normal. I was watching Bridgerton. There's a lot of sex in that <laughs> season. Yeah. First season. Yeah. Holy shit. And, but I didn't, like, react much. It's just sex scenes. It doesn't, like, it's normal. We see them all the time now. But if you're gonna try and tell me that sex scenes in BLs, if you watch that, you're fetishizing... You are making gay sex an abnormal thing. Like, it's not natural. It's not normal. It's just for people objectifying them. And you're not supposed to watch it. You can't watch it. It shouldn't be watched. Like, it's... That, to me, is more wrong than just normalizing it. Yeah. I feel like... I need to think about my thoughts here. Because I (laughs) I have, like, multiple different tracks that my mind wants to go on to adjust, like, multiple of these things. Same, Like, in terms of what, like, (laughs) Huang Dasur said... I think there tends to be a, this opinion that a lot of people have that in order for BL to be seen as like a legitimate genre, it needs to be taken more seriously. And, you know, I think that maybe people think sex scenes will take away from the legitimization of BL as like a serious genre that people can see for something as more than sex. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it all depends on how the scenes are used because there are plenty of shows that we have seen and watched that, you know, put in a lot of tokenized Mm -hmm. sex scenes for the sensational value and in order to grab viewers and they have no real purpose. Mm -hmm. But at the same time... versus non-fans. Right, right. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, like you said, like sex is a natural thing. So... And it's a natural thing for people in these relationships in these series to be exploring. So, like, it really is, like, something you have to find the balance on. And I think, you know, I did watch the scene in Cutie Pie. I, like, watched it just a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely 18+, plus, so, like, P.O.F. was right for <laughs> rating it that way. But I also think it was very well done, you know? It was a very beautiful scene, and... I think it did a good job of capturing Leanne and Kua's relationship. Mm -hmm. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't really understand how people could get upset about that scene being included before they even saw the scene and saw how it played out. Yeah, they were upset before they saw it. I'm just saying. (laughs) People might have some trauma from Why Are You? Because, you know, (laughs) we know how how the scenes in Why Are You got towards the end of the series. But, like, yeah, I think it's just kind of weird that people were so reactionary. Like, if you watched the scene and found it very distasteful or objectifying or whatever, then that's a completely different thing. And, you know, speak your mind on that. But to be so reactionary before the scene even happened, like, that Mm -hmm. feels a little bit weird to me. I don't really understand where that comes from. Is some of the outrage about the 18 plus rating the fact that YouTube restricts people whose age is lower from seeing that? Maybe. I do know that what I remember seeing his in his statement, he was specifically like stating to make sure that like you have your correct birth date on YouTube and stuff like that. So, you know, when they slap an age restriction on there, you have to confirm your birth date and stuff before you watch it. So I don't know. Maybe people were, you know, worried that they wouldn't be able to watch it because they're not 18. And like, I get, you know, you watch a whole series and then suddenly you can't watch an episode because At the, the scene is age restricted but it's just a part of the show mm-hmm. and actually it doesn't have any like big plot there was the, it was yeah. a whole 15 Device. minutes of them making out like you yeah. didn't there was like a little bit of discussion in there which you know was yeah. good but consent discussion yeah. very good But, I mean, the scene in itself didn't actually have any plot value. You can easily watch the show without Mm -hmm. watching that scene and not miss out on anything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was a natural thing to have in there for their relationship and moving on. Like, it did add to the show, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you wouldn't lose anything if you didn't watch it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's just, like you said, it's two very extreme opinions. And I personally think that, like, there is a balance in between the two that is where I like to watch my BL. And, like, I think the cutie pie was actually, cutie pie scene was actually a good example of it. Like, you know, it's not NSFW for the sake of being NSFW. And it also did do a good job of, like, depicting a gay sex scene in a way that was, like normalized and a Mm -hmm. logical step for their relationship Mm -hmm. i actually have a little bit of problem with them rating things 18 plus because from going into our topic today from norwegian ratings 18 plus is porn Mm -hmm. anything 18 Uh rating is porn like straight out porn (laughs) and they have a funny way of rating things in Norway. If <laughs> if something is 15 plus, it can still be classified as soft porn. That's actually what they use when they explain it in the official document. Oh. They call it soft porn. That's okay for 15 plus. <laughs> and for 18, it's hardcore porn. Like, this is the exact words they use yeah. <laughs> in the official documents. Norwegian documents. Hardcore wow. porn is 18 plus and 18. Let's just say this. I have not seen a single movie or TV show rated 18 in since I was 12. Yeah. In Norway. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think what can make it confusing is that I feel like Saying something is 18 plus in, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't want to necessarily just say the BL fandom, but I think saying something is 18 plus in relation to a bed scene has kind of taken on a term of its own outside Mm -hmm. of the official rating system, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Now, Mm -hmm. that being said, like, maybe when P.O. made that announcement, I don't know the tie rating system. Like, do they have a specific... 18 plus rating and it would that be what that falls into but yeah like would, here 18 plus is typically like used for porn porn mm-hmm. yeah but what is youtube's rating youtube's rating system i don't know i think you have to be at least 13 technically to have a youtube account yeah 13 or yeah. 14 so mm-hmm. i don't know what youtube categorizes I know YouTube as is really plus. strict about the content on there so this them rating it 18 plus might just be for youtube yeah i mean it was specifically for the uncut version on youtube Mm -hmm. of course that's the only place they're showing the uncut version as far as i know so Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if it would be differently rated if they were able to put it on like a different platform but yeah i think when it comes to youtube i think it's hard because it's not like necessarily a television platform so i feel like their rating system is going to be different than like what we would see for like a television or movie rating Mm -hmm. system which you know they are very strict and there's a lot of things like very small things that can get your content bumped up to being like not suitable or age restricted or whatever so cursing more than one Mm -hmm. time in a video so like yeah it doesn't surprise me i mean it doesn't surprise me that that scene had to be 18 plus by youtube standards because it would easily i think fall into their standards for age restricted content but Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things like it's no different than a lot of like heterosexual bed scenes that i've watched on cable television in america Mm -hmm. over the years so Mm -hmm. i don't know they didn't show any more than i've seen in that kind of content as a teenager or sometimes even younger depending on you know what i was watching and who around me was watching stuff so yeah I don't think it was any more explicit than anything I've seen on, like, heterosexual TV ever, so I don't know. Yeah. I When I was researching this whole rating from TV and everything, I we were looking up the ratings on Vicky, and I think Vicky probably has its own rating system, but it does show up differently from which country you're from. But I can't imagine, like, the Norwegian rating system has anything to do with what goes up on Vicky, so I don't know how they classify it. I feel like I'm pretty sure Vicky is a U.S.-based company, so I think Mm -hmm. maybe they would use the U.S. guidelines as their Mm -hmm. base, and then 
you know, just adjust the actual rating depending, to, yeah, like that actual country's rating. Closest mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, because what surprised me the most about the rating when I was looking through it was when I saw that Tharn type is rated 18. And so porn rating. Tharn type <laughs> is rated as, in if you go by Norwegian, it's rated as hardcore porn. <laughs> That's yeah, actually, so funny. I think that's across, because we looked up, like, the ratings for Australia, for Heather, US, for me and Kayla, and Norway for Pixie, and Mm -hmm. Tarntype is the only one across all of the, like, we looked up a lot of the popular titles. It's the only one that has, like, it's the only one I found that has an NC-17 rating, which is, like, the US equivalent of, like, hardcore, like, you mm. know, the, the after-hours, like, pay-per-view yeah. stuff you find on your TV, and, like, Heather put in here that it has an R18 plus rating in Australia. Yeah. It's the only one out of all the BLs mm. that, like, we found that's rated that highly. And to, for context here, Game of Thrones was rated 15. That's wild. <laughs> I looked Game up, of Thrones um... with the violence, death, sex, rape child death everything yeah, was rated 15 that's pretty crazy i looked up shameless because i love that show and mm. the rating is 13 wow 13 and like every episode is non-stop sex scenes drugs so and that's, all that's that kind of crazy. stuff drugs yeah violence criminal activity yeah because that's a distinction that we have to make like ratings aren't just affected by sex. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It has to be with violence, showing the realism of war and drugs, blood alcohol, and drugs, language, um, yeah. Suicide, yeah. animal abuse, a lot of these things factor in. I actually when I was reading up on on Norwegian ratings, they weren't like I was trying to find out how specifically they rate like if a show has these things, will it go into these categories? Mm-hmm. But they're more of like they rate out of context, mood, and the character of a person. So it's oh, interesting. Yeah, and I read that like nudity doesn't mean that it will g- get a high rating. Mm, like so, it depends on the context. Non-sexual of the nudity, nudity uh, can be shown to kids. I mean, you know, honestly, I think that makes sense compared to just automatically slapping like mature yeah, on it because nudity. someone shows there's a naked body even if it's in yeah. a non-sexual context yeah, yeah. it's mm. a lot about how well it affects a child or teen mentally to watch mm. it that's what makes the rating so that that for me was really interesting because i've never thought about that and it's not what i've experienced from often what they rate in in america like yeah. it's always talk about like Okay, if there's a kiss scene, if there's a sex scene, if there's a drug. Yeah. It's a, I like, feel like America's... N- not much talk about context for it. No, not at all. Like, when I was looking up, like, the TV guidelines for America, the three main things that they consider going into how they rate someone are dialogue, like, how suggestive, crude, that kind of stuff, the, the language and dialogue are, sexual situations, and violence. So it's mm-hmm. very, like surface level and it's like if someone it's like moderate violence intense violence graphic violence you know Mm -hmm. like those are that's basically like you know it's very simple they don't put a lot of detail into it and I feel like it probably definitely doesn't consider the context of things as much yeah and I mean that gives companies a loophole I think Mm -hmm. because they can try and get around all these specific demands instead of looking on the actual right mental effect the scenes have mm-hmm. so yeah what i've noticed from gay movies and tv shows they often get a higher rating just because it's gay queer content yeah yes i was reading um <laughs> an article about how lgbt media is rated throughout asia and so like for example in singapore 21 plus. Yeah, I saw that article. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, yeah, they use Queer Eye as an example. 
So mm-hmm. across media, it's either like 21 plus in Singapore or it's like oh 15 God. plus in the Philippines or it's yeah. 13 plus, I believe, in Japan. So it's really it's very interesting to see how different countries rate things based on, I would say, how I feel like conservative the country is. Yeah. Yeah, because thinking of, like, Queer Eye as the example, like, that is, like, some of the most wholesome gay content out there. Because, like, it's just gay men, non-binary people going around and, like, trying to improve people's lives. And, like, the fact that that can get slapped with a 21-plus rating just because the cast is filled with queer people, like, yeah, that definitely is something that I would not have expected, like, but... Yeah, I guess if it's a more conservative place, then they just don't want people to see queer people in people under a certain age to see queer people in any context because there's this queerness is tied to like being inappropriate almost basically mm-hmm. like sexual by nature kind of. Yeah. Because you look like you had yeah. something to say. I, I'm just checking Queer Eye for Norway and it's set at 12. Yeah. I mean, that's kind 12. of like. At the same time. There's it's like, nothing what is in Queer Eye? sexual or violence. I don't even or... know. Do they curse in Queer Eye? <laughs> I don't no. think so. No, I remember one episode. <laughs> I remember one episode where Anthony was like, oh, I'm sorry, I cursed or something. So I don't yeah. think that that's usually a thing that it's do. So it's like, what would that get it rated Netflix that high? self-rating for Norway. I think if it was actual Norway rating it, I don't think it would mm. go that high. That's interesting yeah. that Netflix would rate it that way. Yeah, apparently, see, oh, this is interesting. There's, like, a media, this media outlet that I just pulls up says, like, the common sense rating for Queer Eye would be, like, ages 14 plus, but, like, parents who have watched the show said kids as young as seven could, like, watch it. So it's interesting that, like, even people, like, the rating system is so outdated that, like, people who actually watch the content, like, I feel like it doesn't make sense to have a show rated by this arbitrary rating system that doesn't even yeah. take into context the content and then, like, actual parents and people watch the show and they're like yeah a literal child could watch this it's fine you know this is really md imdb mm-hmm. they have this whole parents guide and it says it says there's none sex and nudity none violence and gore mild profanity they use like the f word like no more than three times <laughs> uh, mild alcohol drugs and smoking it's just like there's some pictures there's alcohol of people yeah with they alcohol. drink yeah like, that makes sense a pack of cigarettes yeah in the frame and frightening and intense scenes none and still it's i've seen like children animations with more of these things. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That is so fucked up. <laughs> very, yeah. very interesting. Mm. Yeah, he said something. Yeah, like, if you can't even, like... I can't imagine what some... I don't know. I feel like... I'm trying to imagine, like, how something like Tarn Type would be put on, like, TV in America. And I'm just like... <laughs> You know, I, you know, I think about, like, I watch Euphoria, and, like, they show mm-hmm. more than Tarn Type ever has. Like, you know, they show titties every Game episode. Hardcore drug use. I mean, yeah. and HBO is, like, not considered cable television, so they're, they get away mm-hmm. with showing more than, like, a network TV. Or HBO is cable television, so they get away with showing more than network TV would be able to. But I'm like, yeah, I feel like, Something like Tarntai probably would not go on, like, network TV without, like, major, major censoring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you know how many parents would call in to the network? Oh, God. To be like... <laughs> I mean, this is from the country that passed uh, the Don't Say Gay bill. We're not I mean, no. about it. <laughs> Oof. but it's really like i looked into scum in norway for those who don't know it's a teenage uh, tv show depicting like a normal teenage life in norway Mm -hmm. and season three has gay couple or gay storyline 
with a lot of mental issues and heavy, actually pretty heavy stuff. And that has, in Norway, a 12 rating. Oh. And there's nudity in there. He goes walks around naked. And but they're it takes smoking. into, like, the context of the interest. There's a scene where they, yeah, like, they, so they show, like, 15 minutes of them. They're just lying there smoking. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> I find it interesting because in France, it's rated 18. Huh. huh. Yeah. So it really does just, like, it's different based on every single country. So, Spain, like, 16. Brazil, 12. Norway, 12. It's not even rated in hmm. America. <laughs> <laughs> they said, fuck it. <laughs> We're not going to yeah. deep into that one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like be, maybe it's just like the countries that have more like context-driven ratings like Norway does probably mm-hmm. actually look into the content and be like, yeah, they're showing this stuff, but it's also like depicting like, the real struggles of being a teenager. I don't know. But like, yeah, it's interesting that like, I couldn't imagine it being really rated as low as 12, just because it is like showing some like teen partying and drinking and that kind of stuff. But like, it's Mm -hmm. interesting how like the context can be taken into it. But yeah, I feel like it really all started like this whole discussion as usual started like before after recording when we were like, going back and forth about how things are rated differently, like in our countries on Vicky specifically. And when I went back to look up like some of those ratings, I don't know like how often Vicky adjusts their ratings and stuff like that. But mm. a lot of the shows that have previously been rated, like maybe an R or mature rating, a lot of their BL content has been taken down to a PG 13 rating, um, which I think is a lot more appropriate considering like, a lot of them have makeout scenes and bed scenes and drinking and that kind of stuff. But I feel like I don't know, like, how often they adjust their ratings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised that so much stuff was PG-13 in America yeah. now on Vicky. Yeah, I think that huh. Vicky probably had an overhaul recently because there was a period where they weren't even marking their BL as BL because every show has a tag. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was a period yeah. of time that that BL tag was gone. Interesting. Yeah, If you wanted was. to find BL, you needed to search specifically or go into romance or sometimes you would find them in romance, which was really weird. And then suddenly when they started importing all of these older shows, mm-hmm. older BLs, they started tagging BL again. And I think that has to do with, again, it's capitalism it was bringing in the views. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, it's time to give it its own category. Like, you know, yeah. something can, yeah, people yeah. can easily click on and find all mm-hmm. of everyone who's going there for BL content can find all the BL content under one tag type thing. But I find it really interesting because in Norway, um, we've talked about this before, like the whole difference about like queer media in Western countries versus mm-hmm. Asian countries and how queer media like BL isn't really a thing in western countries especially like in Scandinavia we don't have anything that's called BL it's kind of like LGBT content yeah yeah Yeah. but at the same time when I searched up the queer media I know about they were not tagged as queer media they were not explicitly tagged as gay it was either romance romance or drama yeah yeah you don't find them like with extra tags the only thing i could see if i go into emdb on movie that's called the man that loved ingve it's about a kid uh, finding out that he's sort of in love with his classmate and that doesn't have anywhere it's like the title obviously it's about a man I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Who's in love with another man, but other than that, there's no real tag that says this is gay other than it's tagged with gay kiss. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like that can kind of be like either a good thing or a bad thing. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. you know, on one hand, you could be like, oh, it's normalizing LGBT content and just putting it in with all the normal romance, comedy, et cetera, content. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like also like, you know, this being queer is a significant aspect of this storyline. So maybe yeah. it should be noted as such type. Thing, yeah. but I don't know I mean, yeah it's it kind of like I can see it either way to find for people who are looking for actual mm-hmm. career media but at the same yeah. time it also makes people who might not be normal willing to inclined watch to like stuff, exactly they can they might find themselves sure. getting hooked yeah yeah uh, yeah I think it really yeah. depends on the platform because I know places like Netflix have very specific like sections in their catalogs for queer media Mm -hmm. or even stories specifically about black history and like they're very like good at i guess for the most part like giving specific highlights to lgbt content and that kind of stuff grouping it in that way but Mm -hmm. you know other platforms aren't the same so Mm -hmm. i feel like it all comes down to it really varies within platform and i feel like you know bl being something that is mainly tied to Eastern, like the Asian countries and stuff like that. It's hard to like put it in the Western lens of how things would be rated, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm thinking of all the times on different platforms that I've specifically searched in an LGBT tag. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even though I am like, well, obviously, yes, we should normalize this as just like mm-hmm. romance all around. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. about it from like a logistic kind of like SEO standpoint where it's like, mm-hmm. it might be a little harder to find that kind of media if you're queer and looking to watch it. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, I feel like another thing that kind of inspired this discussion was Ken Porsche and how there was originally mm-hmm. talks of it being rated 21, 21 plus and then it was like originally on IGA as only PG-13 and then people mm-hmm. basically bullied IGE into upping the rating to like NC-17 before the first episode aired. People were like, I, I thought the reaction was a little bit interesting because people were really yeah. concerned that like they wouldn't get a lot of the spicy content because it was only rated PG-13 on ITE and like they really like went at ITE until they fixed the rating to be NC-17 
I know, it was really interesting. I was like, I figured, you know, it was probably just mistakenly rated as PG-13 yeah. and they would fix it eventually. But like, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't understand why they would go at hygiene so like that. But <laughs> I do understand what they mean that they want Kin Porsche to actually have like mature themed mm-hmm. scenes because it's it's a really mature story yeah so you need that mm-hmm. for the story at the same time i'm like the rating doesn't like they've already made the show yeah they're, they're not gonna like pick out the explicit scenes like in the first episode someone gets shot in the head and you yeah. see it right <laughs> Spoiler it's, it's, alert. It's, we see it's bare like... ass in episode two so it's <laughs> yeah. like i haven't seen episode two i haven't yet. seen it either but it's just been like on the timeline and i'm like oh yeah. there's another yeah. one another i mean bare the ass to check off. doesn't change that so yeah that was a little bit I mean, yeah. if you're gonna get mad about stuff, like pick your battles. Pick your battles. That was so unnecessary to use <laughs> yeah. your energy for. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of like, oh, I better get the pool scene type tweets, and and obviously some <laughs> of the, people are like partially joking when they say stuff like that, but also at the same, time, I feel like some, some people, people weren't. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, it's like one of those things where like I feel like you need to remind people that Ken Porsche isn't just rated NC seventeen because of the sex, but it. Mm. it it's rated NC-17 because it's a mafia drama and, like, mm-hmm. people are going to get killed probably, like, every single episode. So, like, you know, that rating isn't just about Person. how often Ken and Porsche are banging. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all stuff we saw in the first episode. Yeah. Like, you know, it all contributes to the rating. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was an interesting reaction. I was very... Yeah, I mean, hmm. it does... It does show off that some people in this fandom are really are too focused on objectifying these shows and mm-hmm. Beale in itself without like actually thinking about the plot and the story and what it has to like. I wouldn't get like I am not mad at Blooming for not showing or yeah. showing like silhouettes. I think she is like Quang the Soul is so good at creating tension mm-hmm. and creating mm-hmm. feelings there without having to show anything. And I mean, that's that scene skill. was beautiful. I didn't need to yeah. actually see what was happening to feel what was happening in that scene. Yeah, you know? right. You still got yeah. like it still brought something to you mm-hmm. from watching it like i got more out of that scene than watching don't say no <laughs> why did that come into my head as soon as i was trying to think of an example of like a drama that would be the opposite of blooming i was like don't say no with those unnecessary <laughs> bed scenes every yeah. other episode yeah. like you know got so much more out of a blooming then don't say no. And to my yeah. star. And it's all about how you frame it, how mm-hmm. you frame the story, mm-hmm. how you build the tension. Because what people don't understand, it's not the sex they want to see, it's the tension. It's mm-hmm. the weight. It's the build up. If you're just getting sex, you're just watching a porn. And That's what some people want. Yeah, <laughs> I just think you're like in a, the wrong place for that. Go watch a porn. Like, what are you doing here? There's a lot of like gay porn out there. Go watch that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just, like, <laughs> I just we are. We I can't are stop there. thinking about history fours rating this whole time i'm thinking about history fours rating and the fact that it i don't know did it change is that another one that the rating Um, was changed on it's currently now it's 15 yeah 15 plus Mm. australia rating it's rated r on the u.s vicky (laughs) so they they did finally like adjusted to be a little bit more appropriate but still for like a lot of the some of the content that like the assault and stuff like that like i don't know i don't know no i just i lost my train of thought what was i rambling about going to watch porn if that's what you're looking for (laughs) If you're not here for the tension, just go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, some men, too. But usually women are more, like, they are more drawn to the romance, the story, the build-up. 
not just a quick get it done, get it over with, like most guys. We need like foreplay. Oh my god! Just gonna call it foreplay. <laughs> Welcome the to <laughs> Pixie Podcast, where we talk about foreplay. <laughs> No, but it's if you think about it, like if you think about it in a okay non-sexual way, just don't think about foreplay as sexual right now. It's just we need the story to build up, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. why we watch yeah. romance, why we like romance, because we need that. It it brings a good feeling to us, like having it continue. Yeah. If you just got into like. The good stuff right away it wouldn't like be interesting to us i mean even in yeah. porn they have a specific porn that is like for women, for women. that's supposed to be yeah. Stri- yeah. story driven and emotional driven versus like whatever yeah. men like to watch in porn so like yeah. it's there's all <laughs> there's always that that distinction of like women or female identifying people want romance and build up and mm-hmm. whatever as opposed to what men and male yeah, identifying yeah, people you, want which is just like <laughs> get it done as as pixie said <laughs> yeah. so but yeah i mean yeah. considering like bl's origins as a genre that is geared towards women and written by mainly women you know mm-hmm. i think it makes sense for a lot of the stories to be more about like the tension and the build up than just mm-hmm. the sex itself, which, you know, as it becomes more global and there's more global influence, I think that's why we're seeing a lot of BL that is a lot more spicy compared to mm-hmm. stuff that we've gotten in the past because, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot more people watching, there's bigger global influence, um, times are changing somewhat. So, you know, they can actually show men having sex on Mm -hmm. TV without, you know, some, well, I can't say without because there are a lot of people that still protest that type of stuff, but you know, they, they can show it more, more than they used to be able to. So I'm seeing a lot more spice. Yeah. I just think there are some people, especially probably the younger generation that don't understand that it's the tension they want and not the sex. I mean, and you that's... get excited by seeing, you know, a, a hot makeout scene, especially if you're younger. You're like, oh, this is scandalous. And so mm-hmm. obviously you're going to, like, look for more content like that. And, you know, you're young and exploring and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We talked about that a lot with Crystal Marie when we had yeah, her on, like, yeah. being young and exploring that kind of content. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get to a point where, like, that can only do so much for you when you're watching mm-hmm. media. And, you know, I'm definitely at that point when it comes to BL where it's like, all right, I need to see that there is actually a plot in this story yeah. beyond, like, just the makeout scenes that I see in the trailer mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's all about, like, normalizing mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get used to something, it's not going to be as exciting anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like that mm-hmm. with everything. Like, everything you experience in life, if you're getting used to it, seeing it often or whatever, you're getting used to it. It's just there. Yeah. But, like, if you're young you've just gotten into bl don't have a lot of sexual experience and all that it's very exciting to see and hormones are probably (laughs) 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 too. i do think like people are a little bit too fast to talk about fetishizing and and stuff like that Mm -hmm. which yeah um, which i think is some of the problems of people some of the reason why these higher rating for BLs and gay content is there because they think they sexualize things too fast. Yeah, that aren't necessarily as sexual in nature as like yeah. people might assume that they are. Yeah, it's um, often you know, talked about like gay, when you talk about gay relationships, it's automatically like centered around sex. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about, like, some of these shows that, like, like on this list is Keita Hatsukoi. That's rated PG-13 on Vicky. Mm-hmm. In my mind, that show is, like, something a child could watch. 
Like, yeah. what happens if they hold hands? <laughs> yeah. That's, like, the most extreme thing that happens in that romantic yeah. relationship. Yeah. But it's, like, it's already because it's a queer relationship. It's sens- Like, I feel like the base for queer relationships starts at, like, thir- PG-13. Like, they don't think a child should be watching that, basically. And How that says a lot. How does Cherry Blossom <laughs> and Why Are You have the same rating? <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's pretty interesting uh, <laughs> how does so that weird. even happen because i'm like even thinking about content outside like the kiss scenes i'm like how like there's nothing in cherry blossoms after winter like yeah there was like an imaginary makeout scene but like outside of mm-hmm. that i feel like there's nothing that would bump it up to a higher rating, like, in terms of language, violence, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's a very wholesome show. I mean, and Why Are You is, like, is Why Are You? So, like, I get that why that has the rating it does. There's but it's like... tongue in Why Are You? <laughs> I think that's, There's you know, I think we've learned today that that's just a Z thing, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. The tongue was Tommy and Jimmy in Why Are You? Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. that's right. They obviously taught C <laughs> for his performance <laughs> in Judy Pie. <laughs> Just saying. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. No, that was so surprising. And I was so surprised about the rating for Until We Meet Again. Yeah. Yeah. Because I... that's literal suicide. I think the rating should be higher than mm-hmm. PG-13 for Until We Meet Again because of the violence mm-hmm. that is depicted mm-hmm. in it. I mean, that, and that extends, like, obviously the suicide scene happens in the first episode, but they allude to that scene and go back to that scene multiple times throughout the series. So it's not like it's just like, yeah. this happened once and we never address it again. Like, that's... That scene and what happened there is, like, kind of integral to the story. So, like, Mm -hmm. they allude to it a lot and show it a lot. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, it goes back. That makes me think of that whole controversy around 13 Reasons Why and how they ended up having Mm -hmm. to, like, go back and, like, completely re-edit the show. I mean, obviously, Until We Meet Again was not at all on that scale and was framed very differently than the scenes were in 13 Reasons Why. But it's like... Mm I don't know, suicide is not something to be taken lightly when you're going into rating stuff, and I feel like maybe they didn't take that into as much consideration as they should have with Until We Meet Again. Yeah, I mean, for me, Until We Meet Again on Vicky is rated 12. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I would not have a 12-year-old watching that scene. Yeah, I and mean, just to clarify, 12 in in Norway means... Allowed for anyone 12 years and older, but also children down to age 9 can watch if they are accompanied by an adult. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's most of the ratings here, like, are going around, like, being accompanied by an adult, which is also, you know, I don't know. I think for TV it's harder to do that because, like, there's so many avenues online now that you can mm-hmm. watch a show. It's not like, you know, you can only watch it when it's on TV and mm-hmm. you know your parents won't let that happen. You know, if you're 10 and you have an iPad, you can find any TV show you want and watch it without oh, your yeah. parents ever knowing if they don't set the controls right. So I think it's a lot harder to monitor parental guidelines online. And maybe that's part of why some shows are so strict about the ratings when they put them online but again it goes back to the question of should are these things things that they need to be rated so highly for you know mm-hmm. like but what's I, so wrong about a 10 year old seeing a queer relationship what why yeah. why shouldn't a 10 year old watch queer eye type thing mm-hmm. going back to youtube and its rating i think youtube is not queer friendly at oh, all no definitely not not no. at all queer creators on youtube get their videos demonetized a lot just talking about their experience not mm-hmm. going into like explicit details not going into sex or anything like that just their 
coming out story or something like that, it gets demonetized. And I mean, we've it, had experiences like using the word queer and, queer. you know, YouTube hides the comment just for using that word. And then you repost mm-hmm. it with yeah. like LGBTQ plus and they'll mm-hmm. accept it for now. But like even just using that word can get like your comments hidden and probably your videos hidden from searches and all that kind yeah. of stuff, which... Yeah, like we've literally never removed a, a comment on any of our videos so any comments that disappear it's not us it's youtube youtube and catches something in yeah the con- and we can't comment. turn that off or anything mm-hmm. that's just youtube we haven't put any banned word into our comment section at all so it's just youtube and we know because we get like a email whenever yeah. there's a comment you'll see that the comment yeah. happens and then you go to look at it on youtube and it's just gone, gone. and you're like it's yeah. been, it was like five minutes ago and it's just gone yeah it's ridiculous it's insane it's and, always and on, the, like, the person the... who posts the comment doesn't get told that it mm-hmm. is removed either it just gets removed so if yeah. you post something and you don't go back to check it it might be gone and you wouldn't know mm-hmm or you do see that it's gone and you assume that, like, not even we just in our case, it. but, yeah, that, like, someone removed it because mm-hmm. they didn't want to engage with that comment, which, like, I'm sure for most other creators, the same as us, that's not the case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really frustrating. YouTube, I think, I do realize that they have a lot of issues with, like, companies running ads on videos and stuff they've had a lot of backlash from companies that they don't like companies don't just want their ads on some content Mm -hmm. but at the same time like if this was a norwegian company they wouldn't get away with this I'm just saying, like, Norway isn't really the most open place either, but it's very judgmental in society, but not in the laws. The laws are in place to protect the queer community. Like, the normal guy on the street will be an asshole about it, but there are still laws in place that will protect people, and Mm -hmm. a company would never get away with, like, excluding queer people. Yeah, and, like, you know, you think about how things that are queer or talking about racism and that kind of stuff get blocked immediately, but, like, there are certain content, like, what was that whole situation with Logan Paul, where he had, like, a video that <laughs> yeah. showed, like, someone hanging or something yeah. like that, and yeah. Yeah. it took a lot it was for a that li- video to get... dead body in Yeah, Japan. and yeah. it took so much for that video to get taken down, like, people basically had to petition YouTube for that to happen. Mm -hmm. It was up for like over 24 hours, I Mm -hmm. think. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, YouTube will ban a comment with the word queer in two seconds. So it's just Mm -hmm. like the standard for it. It's like, you know, it's coming from a place of hate, basically. Mm -hmm. And because whatever companies are backing them and whatever companies are putting their ads on these videos don't want to see queer content and capitalism drives YouTube the same as every other place out there so you know they're inclined to ban that kind of stuff quicker than they are other things that are actually Mm -hmm. bad you know yeah and on that (laughs) depressing note (laughs) does anyone have any final thoughts (laughs) i don't know i think the way that norway does the ratings based on how everything is framed makes a lot more sense than doing it in an umbrella way because I'm just thinking of so many shows and things where I'm like, well, this was framed very artistically, but mm-hmm. it's still nudity. So in the U.S., it's still going to get like this certain rating. And then I'm also wondering, like, there are definitely some things across the board that all fans are probably going to be like, this isn't appropriate for this age range to see. Mm-hmm. But I think some people will have different thoughts about different things like maybe someone will think that it doesn't need a higher rating if there is like death or suicide maybe Mm -hmm. someone will think that like it doesn't need a higher rating if there is violence or swearing but i don't know like i think a lot of it (laughs) a lot of the discourse like for example like attacking ken porsche a lot of it Mm -hmm. will come down to what you personally Mm -hmm. morally think Mm -hmm. should be shown to what age 
and it's so different from each country each culture mm-hmm. yeah. everything there's so much <laughs> that goes into influencing that and yeah yeah definitely yeah and it depends on religion it p- depends if you're a man or a woman it's much stuff going into this and I also think like people should calm down a little bit about their opinions on this because there are so many different cultures and opinions and and like we don't all agree on ratings on stuff and general like age limit like I'm probably less conservative in that area because of the culture I'm growing up with but it's not like we're going to sit here and yell at each other because of it. Like, I respect <laughs> you guys have an opinion and you guys respect me having an mm-hmm. opinion on this. So I feel people need to stop being so gung-ho about everything. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> they're literally having wars online because of this. Like, the amount of hostility some of these tweets have in them is I don't see where why you need to get so worked up about this. At some point, you need to start respecting that people have a different opinion. And that's what this is. It's not like a big morality thing. It's more of a personal preference, personal morale thing. It's not a universal morality thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of different opinions on this. So we would love to hear your opinion on it. It's very interesting to see how it differs from country to country. And obviously, we can only talk about America and Norway. So if you have an opinion, leave it down for us in the comments or go <laughs> go on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or we are everywhere. Anywhere. Even send us if you have a really long opinion about this, send us an email and we will read it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that's it for our episode this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And share this episode with your BL-loving friends. Did you know we have a merch shop? You can find it at lovecastpodcast.com. We have hoodies, stickers, shirts, and tote bags. And we'll have new designs coming soon, so stay tuned for more info. And finally, if you'd like to support the podcast and help us to continue creating and releasing episodes, you can join our Patreon, where you'll receive exclusive access to extra content like Kayla's reaction videos, my audio chapters, Alexa's character analysis post, behind-the-scene clips from interviews, podcast recordings that didn't make it into the final episode, and more. Thanks again for joining us this week. If we don't catch you in the Discord server, we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye. Bye. Okay, there's literally... It's a Norwegian comedy movie. It's called Long Flat Balls 3. And yes, that is sexual, if you're wondering. <laughs> it's rated what? six. What? It's rated no. six years. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 